Welcome, Draft Dodgers, to week two of the 2023 season. We are here. Terry, love to see you. Hope all is well. Are you building gallows for your Chicago Bears right now, or are you doing all right? Um, I, I thought they were going to win the game, but it was pretty ugly. I'm used to seeing that. So, you know, I, it it's early in the rebuild. I don't think that I ever expected them to make the playoffs this year or go for a Super Bowl contention. I think I still like the pieces that they've added. And, and if it turns out that Fields is not the guy, uh, then then we'll have two f- high first-round draft picks to try to figure it out next year. My, my biggest concern is that you guys actually hit on Caleb Williams. That's my biggest concern. I'm going to – I don't think – I, I think the Bears are going to be – I don't think they're going to beat out uh, uh, Arizona as the worst team in the league this year. Well, what about what about Carolina, though? I think I think Carolina will win more games than Arizona. Arizona almost uh, pulled off a pretty big upset against Washington and upset everybody's survival picks for the week. They might play a little tougher than people expect. I don't know. The – the Bears are such hot garbage to me. I've watched them a couple times. Their offensive line is really bad. Their it defensive is. line is really bad. It and is. When, when those two are bad, you have good playmakers. You have Justin Fields, DJ Moore. Your defensive backs are solid. Your safeties are solid. Everybody's solid. But it just disrupts timing. Everything is bad when the line of scrimmage isn't one that – it, it, it causes chaos. So um, I just hope, I, dear God, please do not let the Bears get Caleb Williams. But uh, I would be worried. Uh, I, I got to tell you that there's nothing quite like the Bears' anticipation for this game. The fact I see a lot of Bear fans happy about it. And then uh, uh, the, the loss was... It was good. I really enjoyed it. But I don't want this to be just a Bear Packer uh, thing. But I would like to put in the New York Jets. What would you think of uh, Aaron Rodgers' performance on Monday night? The four plays? I heard he was um, – I thought it was very heroic entrance. Yeah. Flag, 9-11. Um, the, all the green lights in the stadium. Everybody was flickering green lights, fireworks. It was, it was exciting. Uh, I think that that team – were, is very good. They're, it's a very good team. And if they would have had Rodgers on there, it would have been a lot different than I believe the uh, MILF Hunter. If if for some reason the Vikings start 0-4 and trade Kirk Cousins to the Jets, wouldn't surprise me, right? One needs to offload. Woody Johnson doesn't care about the uh, price. Um, it would be – it would be – Apropos to see that, but what about uh, like a recruitment of the quarterbacks past, like a Rivers or Brady or any any of those guys want to jump in and, and into a contender? I, I heard something and I didn't see it that Brady was kind of celebrated at, at uh, Foxborough this weekend, and could you imagine going Robert Kraft bringing <laughs> back Brady, getting the jersey? all that stuff, and then a week later putting on a Jets jersey. Oh, my goodness. I think people's heads would explode. Oh, that would be, be, 
Yeah, pretty good. It'd be so bad. Hey, I wanted to introduce our special guest today, a former uh, PTL player, uh, and now uh, a he, he sits on the sidelines, he watches from a distance, and is Texas number one fan, Jacob Preston. Jacob, uh, welcome to Draft Dodgers. How are you doing today? I'm doing really well. Um, wish I was more prepared. I would have had, um, I don't, I'm really out of the loop with the IDP um, side of things and don't really know too much on the fantasy side of things, but would like to note, I was going to come in here on Thursday with some gambling picks as I won 11 and four last weekend in college football and NFL. Only thing that really bit me was the Steelers. The 49ers look like a good team. But other than that, I was I was lock on, and uh, yeah, I, I might have some. Maybe you'll have to send them to the Slack group. So you're saying you're going to be the uh, the bookie for the year? Is that what you're yeah, saying? yeah, yeah. The sharp plays are uh, going to come from me. I got I got all day at work where I'm quoting Steel and thinking of gambling lines and listening to podcasts and. <laughs> telling me to take, telling me how Holy Cross is a lock versus Boston College in uh, in uh, Boston. Yeah, that's 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 where you're gonna come. That's from me. Well, well, we have a guy who's named Degenerate. Uh, Degenerate, if you are actually betting Holy Cross in college football, is that close? Is that close to bottom? I think if, if you know where Holy Cross is located and it's not in your hometown, that's that's degenerate level enough. Let, let alone uh, trying to get a bookie to place a bet. They, they, they did cover, by the way. They did. I mean, it was actually not even a sweater. They almost worn outright. They were 10-point dogs on the road. So, you got, Can you name any players on this team? I, I couldn't tell you. I, honestly, <laughs> I, I don't know many college football. It was, this weekend was a lot of Power 5 non-conference um, teams, a lot of power five teams at home were dogs and you just kind of hoped that it was a tough atmosphere for 20, I guess every in college football is 24 years old now, but tough to go in. So Jacob, let me ask you a question. Uh, in concentrating on your, um, degenerate gambling life, your work, juggling your love life, is, is that the reason that you had to just pull a dirty t-shirt out from underneath the, the bed and throw on something so hideous? Um, I am wearing right now, it says Title Town Champions 2022 Plants Huffets League Tex. As I recall, it was a terrible tragedy to have DeMar Hamlin go down. And um, what a beautiful way to end a fantasy football league, splitting the championship. And yeah, this year's for the thumb. Five in a row, uh, five total. I mean, it's one of the greatest dynasties. It's going to go down in history and... Yeah, he's we got a good team going, and I'm looking forward to the 2023 merch. Your pandering is <laughs> the 2023 awful. merch. I would think I would think that you, if there was such a thing as Tex Nation, I would think Tex Nation Nation would be embarrassed at the fact that somebody would stoop to the level of claiming championship that they didn't win, and even when when it was offered up a chance to. Uh, run it back with the remaining players when the teams played, they, they just straight up turned it down. Yeah, I, I don't, yeah, it doesn't sound fair. I mean, the way it happened, it was only right to split it. And it's, it's bigger than football, Terry. Okay. 
Well, I'm glad that you're representing your brand. Nobody, nobody's going to see it, but we put a pretty good descriptor out there. Jacob, let me ask you a question. What was the reason you left the league? What was there? Was there something that happened? Was there tragedy or? You know, it was, I've probably been playing fantasy football since third grade and I left, um, you know, I, I co-managed with uh, my brother who now, uh, is he, I mean, he should be on the hot seat, but he, that's another story. Um, I co-managed with him for a little bit and, you know, it's just, I knew I was stepping into a new chapter of life of having to care about, um, work and paying bills and stuff. And I didn't have the time to be putting my best foot forward in IDP and fantasy football. And I just, I knew it consumed my whole life. And I, um, I'm happily retired for two years now. Are, are you regretting, you know, this year being a year of transition for you with a couple different things? Wouldn't like submersing yourself in understanding the Bills third string linebacker, like wouldn't that be something that's a good bridge this year for you? Um, it probably wouldn't hurt. Tyler Dodson, by the way. I mean, it, you're spending an awful lot of time learning these college football teams that nobody's ever heard of. What's the difference? Uh, you make good points, but I, you know, I, you guys don't know, but it is nice to watch red zone with like three bets and not be like, oh my goodness, is, uh, did he make that tackle? Oh my goodness, uh, who's that Falcons running back stealing Bijan's touchdowns? Like, there is something to be said of that. It is nice, but I know you guys enjoy it. It is also the best when you had, I mean, I remember Julio Jones one year won me a league when he mossed Keekly for like 80 yards, like two times. And that is fun to watch too when red zone clicks over and you're like, <gasps> and it's happening. But yeah. Oh, did no, you celebrate it, as a Tex fan, Keekly getting mossed? Um, <laughs> it probably it probably was a little hard for on you. It, you, know, you know that 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 was this this was I wasn't even I didn't even know about Tex Nation. I wasn't even part of the didn't it wasn't part of the movement. But it has really swung by. And yeah, no, I mean, Keekly was. I mean, what do you want him to do? It's Julio Jones, and he's at the twenty yard line. Where's the safety help? That's excuse. <laughs> that's the real question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hey, how do you how do you keep up on on uh, what's going on in our league? You know, you've mentioned that uh, Josh should be on the hot seat, and, and you know what happened with Tex last year and all that. You just get the you get the the storylines from your dad and your brother. Or... Yeah, you know, I really don't stay in the loop as much. I get the storylines from my brother. I remember seeing. I said I was trying to help him a little bit with some IDP because I knew I was. I don't think Josh has ever looked at snap counts once, I guess, that he's like, has any idea who's playing 100% of snaps. And I would like, I like going on football guys and seeing that snap counts. That's cool to see. And um, I would help with that. But really, I have no idea what's going on. But trip down memory lane, my last year when I, me and Josh were both in it, I said, draft DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray. We did it, took us to the championship. We lost, we got second place. It's a good year. The following year, I remember I was going to the pool and my brother was drafting the team. And I, he's like, I like Nick Chubb and Clyde Edwards. This was 2021, I think, when, or no, this would be, 
This was the year Cooper Cup and Stafford went crazy. Was that last year? Oh, that would be two years ago. I'm familiar with the season. Yeah, two years ago, I said, I said, I said, I said, take Stafford and Cup, and he did not. And I think it was close to last. And I mean, how did how did Cup and Stafford do? Pretty well. That probably would have won you the league if you took them both. Or or just Cup, but I think you had a pair with a couple people. Right. I mean, it would, so yeah. let's let's get off Jake. I appreciate you, Jake, and let's yep. go into uh, week one. Uh, not not too memorable of a week for for me. Um, losing QB one and RB two, but let me ask you a question, Terry. First, who was the second highest point total in quarterbacks? For our league this week, cousins, cousins, nope. Cousins was third. Jacob, any idea? Any guesses? Any flyers? On- oh, I know. No, I know who it is. QB two, Jake. QB two. He's a free, free agent. agent. Nobody has him. Um, Purdy? Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Oh, right. He threw it 60 times. Mac Jones. 50 freaking points. Made me want to run my head into a wall. You know, this just sucks. Ugh. So, Terry, uh, I know that this is something close to you. The Los Angeles Rams, you have wide receiver... Wide receiver, running back, quarterback, all with big games. Your thoughts right now. Rams. Great Surprise. team. Great team. And we all slept on them. And yeah. very, very much like the Packers. Great team. We all slept on them. Or Seattle lows. And they are just, we don't, like, I, is Seattle that bad? Going into the season, Seattle reminded me – the hype on Seattle reminded me a little bit of the Denver hype last year. I'm not going to say that that's the way that they're going to they're gonna turn out, but I, I did draw some correlations to how much everybody was on the hype train of, of Seattle. Now, I'm surprised with the Rams. I did not see that coming. I thought they maybe didn't have anything to play for, and I think if I'm a Cooper Cup owner and you can you know sneak out a few wins here, that might be pretty – Pretty nice uh, gift to unwrap around week five. Puka Nakua. Is there a better better name in the NFL than that guy? I saw somebody named Lucky, but yeah, no, Puka Nakua is pretty good. Puka Nakua is fantastic. It's like a, uh, a, a word from one of the Disney movies. Chuba Hubbard, maybe? I don't know. You know, uh, Sam Darnold's grandpa's name was Dick Hammer. <laughs> well, was, it's a good one, Jacob. What do you think of Puka Nakua? Who, who's who's that? So, uh, thank you for being appreciated. The you being a, uh, involved with the team, it was one of the leading targets and receptions for the LA Rams this week, and he is free agent yeah, number one. And we're wondering can, if, if Josh is going to pick him up or not. Um. Okay. Any three twenty-five window games are totally. I, I I had NFL Red Zone on the small TV and then the Packer Bear game on the big one, and I 
looked down and I was like, oh my goodness, I never even saw a touchdown replay from that whole entire game or any game that was in that window. So I had no idea what was going on there. I I have to say that I find it hard to watch the red zone. Do, do you like guys in this uh, league and, and all over? You, they just do you, watch have, do you have ADHD? I, I just can't. It's too much going on at once, and I and I like I want to see what's happening outside. Like I want to see longer drives out of people that I'm really focused on. You know, I want to see what Trevor Lawrence is doing, not only in the red zone. I want to see longer touchdown passes. That I just it's too much going on for me. I don't know. I, I gotta. I would rather have multiple, three multiple screens up and three individual games focused on those and checking in on scores on the other one. I just, I don't know. I know people love it. I don't. Jacob uh, Dog in our league subscribes to the NFL package where you can see condensed games in thirty or forty minutes and yeah. will watch those games. Uh, I couldn't imagine having that much time. He's a lawyer, and I assume a good one, right? I think he uh, might be like Saul Goodman to me, where he kind of goes in and out of the gray zone of, of people that he, you know, the Walter Whites of the world. But watching eight, ten games, 30 minutes at a time, I don't know. That's 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 rough for me. That's a can lot you explain of, that NFL Plus? How does that is that only you can watch it on mobile phones? I don't really know what the difference is there between that and the Sunday Ticket. It's it's Sunday Ticket. You're watching them live. NFL Plus. You're watching them after. So I know you could get the all twenty two. You know where you get like the overhead and you could see everything and then condensed games too. So that would probably be more for the fan who wants to watch and study and break down film and know what's actually going on than Sunday tickets more live. I just have red zone and then Fox and CBS and red zone is great for me. I just, am trying to see, I just want to see all the games, but I probably do agree with you, Terry. If I had four TVs, you could pick four of the best games and watch those. That's, that's just as good for me, but red zone's easier. It, yeah. it does the controller for me, you know? I, I totally missed out on that. Probably the best game of the of the uh, weekend in the Chargers and Dolphins because I was watching Bears Packers and looking at some different stuff and I knew that was, was going to be a good game and I, I I knew the score was creeping up but caught the end of it but that was a pretty nice showing I think it pretty good if you got Tua and uh, Tyreek. And I'll tell you what, Tua, I, I didn't do one draft this year that Tua was not sitting there like past the 12th quarterback draft that people were just scared of him. And, and I still don't buy it. Like, it's week one. That's great. I, I, I'm super happy that he moved on from the concussion protocol and all this, the injuries. Uh, I got to see a little bit more from you Tua know, because he's, I'm just not buying it. He's odds on MVP right now. He went from eighteen hundred to sixteen hundred or six hundred. Yeah, I, sell. I don't buy that. I sell that. I sell that. I, I think he's definitely going to be thrown a lot, and their wide receivers are good, and he's he's in a good spot. He's got to stay healthy, stay upright. Yeah. All right. So as the as the ambassador of Text Nation, I have a text question, Jacob, and I'm hoping that you can you can answer it for me. All right. Yeah. So right now, Texas is strategy is zero kicker. He dropped his kicker. He's just just going to do the waiver wires. 
zero tight end. He dropped his tight end. He's just going to work the waiver wires. And then zero flex. I don't know what he's going to do with this flex, but the zero kicker, zero tight end, zero flex uh, idea, and just churn and burn the waiver wire. What say you, Jake Preston? Go ahead. Well, I mean, the league's a quarterback league. And last week, 280 points with a quarterback that do you have under 100 yards, Joe Burrow? How many yards do you have? 80 something, 82, maybe? I mean, I wonder what is the record for in your league of quarterbacks throwing under 100 yards and your fantasy team winning. It's got to be low when he put up 280. And I think when you're so top heavy, you have the luxury of being able to not even have a kicker, a flex, or a tight end. And you could just play the lottery every week when you know you're getting 300 from your top guys. And you just kind of hope that you can get one that's going to stick. And, you know, I really like that he's got the Iowa Keekly, and I think he's going to get more um, snaps here in the Jack Campbell. He's going to get more snaps here in the future, and he's going to be a tackling machine to go with Wagner and Parsons. It's so well, Wagner had good. Wagner had 10 solo or nine solos and 10 assists is what Wagner had this week. That's Terry, insane. This, this is an actual question for you, man. And I, and I mean this because to say that I'm at, I'm, I'm, I'm low in my fantasy life here is understatement, man. I don't know what, what's going on. Two bad seasons in a row, lose the quarterback, lose the, the running back. Should you just try to get one guy like Tyreek Hill, like somebody who is going to make up for the sins of you having a Isaiah Likely or somebody else who does nothing. But Hill gives you 77, 87, 97 points in a week where it can make up for everybody else. Is that the way that you should be going at these drafts rather than a balance structure? I think you got to you – gotta try to come up with a, an equation in your head where you think like, like Jacob said, it's a quarterback league, or I want my defense to be strong, or maybe I can make my defense. You just got to figure out that equation. I think it shows that it's a wide receiver league and a quarterback league, but then you got teams like Knights who have running back heavy. It's just, you got, there's a lot of different equations that could win. Um, you know, I don't think, I don't think uh, Hunter Renfro and Allen Robinson are the equation, but you just have to come up with – you can't miss in the first five rounds. And, and, uh, but look at, look, at our, look at our league, Terry. Um, Knights, yeah. we had Hurts. Hurts did not have a great game, right? Right. Uh, Tex had Burrow. Burrow did not have a great game. Intervention, because I played him had Justin Herbert, didn't have a great game. And then Chaos, the top four, Chaos, had Deshaun Watson, didn't have a good game. Like, it's, I agree that that quarterback can make you, but it's not like it's, it's. Okay, so here's the deal. It was week one, and these guys don't practice as much as they used to in the offseason. Some of these guys are rusty, coming back from injuries. All of the top – Josh Allen had a bad game. Hurts had a bad game. Prescott had a bad game. Fields had a bad game. Uh, they All of these guys, Burrow, all these guys had a bad game. That's not going to be the case going forward. It's not going to keep happening. 
So it, it's going to come around. And Tyreek Hill's not going to score 72 every week. So things will balance out. I don't Michael think Pittman. to overreact. Michael Pittman, I can't believe that that, that oh, team even goodness. threw that much. He he got he broke one tackle and got loose for a score. I was like, son of a like freaking yeah. text. <laughs> well, he, Eric also benched Joe Burrow. I don't know if you saw that. Well, he deserves it. By the way, Jacob, would you agree that Joe Burrow deserves a benching this week? Yeah, he got the, he's got a lot of money. He's got to know that hey, just because you are QB one and we expect that doesn't mean doesn't mean that uh, we Anthony Richardson might not be coming for you. Well, I saw that I saw that Alexander Madison. I know he's the theme song of the year, but Alexander Madison went eleven for thirty four. That he's he's not benched. Yeah, you know? he he deserves to be benched. Madison's got some low expectations. What did you guys think of the uh, – we talked about upsets a little bit. Did you think that Tampa upsetting Minnesota, you think that was an upset? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I just – I don't think that Viking team was great last year, and I don't think – I think they got worse this year. I mean, I think Addison's going to be a pretty good pick once – because I think they're going to be trailing in a lot of games, and I think that teams are going to take away Jefferson and make them beat them a different way, and Addison's going to have to step up and be that guy. But I just don't see the Vikings being – I think they're going to get beat pretty good by the Eagles. I felt that – Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think so as well. But I did feel that uh, Tampa's defense played well. They let 150 yards and for Justin Jefferson, but I think most defenses that can happen too. Burrow, I mean Burrow, um, Baker Mayfield, I felt was really inaccurate in a lot of his passes. He he just like hypes himself up, it seems like, by having these like rushes where he just takes on hits. I think Josh Allen's got a little of that too. The guy doesn't run out of bounds. He like puts his head down and I don't know, he takes some hard hits. I don't know how you feel about your quarterback doing I would think that you would want your quarterback to get down or get out after you know there's a collision coming. And, and that's who the Bears played this week, right? The the Tampa. Tampa, yeah, yeah. No, I, I expected the the Vikings to beat them pretty handily, especially in Minnesota. I thought it was just going to be a little bit more, uh, but maybe it's just regression to the mean. If you have Vikings who won eleven one score games last year, and now they're zero and one in one score games this year. You just don't get the breaks. You don't get the bounces. You don't get luck like that uh, year after year. Usually they come for you. And maybe this year it's the Vikings year where nothing goes well. You're missing field goals. Uh, Like I said, they could start 0-4 because they have a tough schedule uh, to start off. And it wouldn't surprise me to see them move on from Cousins and then move Cousins to a team, you know, could be the Jets for all I know. If the Jets are 4-0, the, the Vikings are 0-4, they could be where Cousins goes. I don't think they move on from Cousins, but that's it, just my it, opinion. It's, it's a contract year. This is his last year. And he's one of the highest-paid quarterbacks in the NFL. You know, I think – Go ahead. I, I, think, I think the Vikings might be bad and might be in a hole, but – to throw in the towel and trade Kirk Cousins away and tank for a quarterback 
it's not a terrible idea because this is a great quarterback class. There's like, I think there's four or five guys. This is one of the best quarterback classes we've seen since 2020 with Tua, Herbert, Jordan Love, those guys. And then, uh, but they they have the biggest problem now is they have to get Justin Jefferson on board because they got to get him to an extension and he's basically gonna. I don't know. Does he pick the quarterback? Because he's their biggest guy. I think him and Cousins have a pretty good rapport. Yeah, I totally agree. Absolutely. Yeah, but it seems like Cousins is out the door, and so that's kind of a big question mark for your most expensive. I mean, Justin Jefferson should get whatever he should get a blank check. What do you and what do you think about uh, since we spoke last time? So the Lions beat Kansas City. Nobody gave them a shot. You guys, yeah, I think the people were giving them a shot. I think they were giving them a shot. I think a lot of people were buying the Lions hype, and then you take away the second and third best player it's 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 hard and week one's a weird week but i think i think the chiefs will be fine the chiefs jacksonville game this week's going to be an interesting one. Oh, that'll be but fun i i yeah kelsey is that i think that their wide receivers are going to come in and figure out a way but they need kelsey to really get that offense going Kadarius tony you think can catch passes in real life i think he'll be I fine do. I think it's I think reaction. He, I think he's a professional and just had the the, the dropsies. What do you think of uh, Terry? What do you think of uh, Dog getting the number one post draft hype from uh, artificial intelligence? And today is in in last place. So do you think? I think uh, it goes to show that these um, AI report cards are just for our entertainment. And it's bragging rights, and, it is pretty entertaining. But now it's, in, it. but it's in our, it, it doesn't have a good track record, does it? No. When, you, when everybody wants a, everybody wants a C minus, then it doesn't really have a good track record. When did Dog take uh, Travis Kelsey first round? Yeah, first. Number so six. That, I, I think I've just took a glance at his team and the offense alone. I mean, they lost his first round pick week one, and the. Dak Prescott, I think he's going to have to throw the ball more in the future than what he did in uh, New York. Brees Hall looks looks pretty uh, talented. I don't know if he's – people are saying maybe he can just run a straight line, but did pretty well at it. What do you guys think about Brees Hall? Better point – hard to tell. Nobody ever really know, but I think he's got more value with or without Aaron Rodgers. Oh, with – I would I would say that anytime you're not putting seven or eight in the box, super good. However, I, I think I get what you're saying. If you have a quarterback who is like going to run the offense, going to hand the ball off versus check out of the run and just throw it a hundred times, that you probably have a little bit more. But one would assume all things being equal, if you know it's going to run and you have to run that's bad. If you know it's going to run and it could be a run or a pass, that's better. Just Jacob, how would, how would you feel if you were a, a Garrett Wilson owner? I'd be nervous. I'd be very For your nervous. your mom or just nervous? Nervous. I mean, I would be... I would, <laughs> Is that what you said? Yeah. For your mom, would you be nervous? For your mom, or would you just be nervous? <laughs> I I would be yeah it, it'd be really hard too if you stacked him with Aaron Rodgers and you lost your running back one I think that's a recipe for 
the toilet bowl, but you're going to have to figure out a way to bounce back. I, I, I think Garrett Wilson's very talented and he'll do fine. It's going to be that, that offense is going to have to be interesting because they're, if they had an offensive line, I think Zach Wilson, Garrett Wilson, or Zach Wilson, yeah, Garrett Wilson and, uh, Brees Hall, I mean, I think they'd be fine, but their offensive line is going to be a tough to establish a run, and then you're going to make an inexperienced quarterback run for his life, and yeah. Hey, I got um, – I went – because I always like doing this anyway, but at the beginning of the year, I, I think, especially this year when everybody went defense heavy, can I do a quick run-through of our defensive breakdown? Sure, for absolutely. Um, should I do it in um, – Top scoring to lowest, or I also got. I guess I just got the rankings of, of the standings. I'm just going to go down the standings. Um, so, so Knights was uh, had the best defense, 130.8 for the week. Ooh, nice. That's. I mean, anytime you get over 100, but um, he's also got 19 points on the bench and one safety. So Knights, pretty formidable defense. Shiz number two. So Shiz had 107. Now, was, he had a pick six. That's why he had a pick six, and that was what I was going to mention. Is you look at Devon Devontae Campbell versus Quay Walker. Quay Walker had a um, 20.7 with one solo, three assists, and a pick six. Campbell had 11 points, four solos, and three assists. I think I'd probably still rather have Campbell going forward. But Chaos was next in third place, and Chaos had 101. Now, the interesting thing about Chaos's defense, he had 77 points out of three players. Franklin had 32. Jordan Brooks had 16, and Roquan had 29. The other four players on his defense com- combined for 24 points only. I saw Zaire uh, Franklin destroy somebody in that game. He is amazing. Was. Was I love sidelines. that guy. He was ridiculous. Ridiculous. It's really hard for me to see both Nick Bolton and Franklin on another team this year. Those two those two guys are mine. Oh, does it hurt you after It does your... a little bit. Ugh. Uh, so in, number four uh, was Degenerate, 96 points on the defense. Nothing really notable there. I gotta get gotta shape it up a little bit. Not really quite how I want it to be. Are you, are you, or do you have anybody, I'm not asking, do you have anybody eyeing up on your waiver wire for, do you, did you circle anybody or? There's, waiting? there's some names out there. There are some names nice. out there. Nice. Uh, Tex comes in at number five. So Tex comes in at number five. He always has a good defense, 92 points for Tex on the, on the shoulders of his keeper with nine solos and 10 assists. Uh, Puss, yep. Puss is number six. Puss had 88 points. And then a seven and eight uh, was a tie between Intervention and Dog. Then we got Truth. At number- can, I, can I give you Intervention? Because, you, you know, you're watching the guy who is you're playing against. Has an open DB spot. All week. Like, you just open DB. And, and throws a flyer. It's either late Sunday or Monday, and he picks to the guy who gets three interceptions. He had Whitehead, sort of Whitehead. Son of a bitch! I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like the best Monday late round draft dart ever. I was like, son of a bitch gets 21 points and three interceptions. 
Do you think that he – because he said he doesn't look to the games till like Monday morning or Tuesday morning because he's in so many leagues. I wonder if he was able to even enjoy that. I, I, uh, I heard that Whitehead put something in his contract that he gets $250,000 if, if he was to get three interceptions this year and he got it week one. <laughs> That's amazing. Jacob, how would you feel? What would you do, Jake Preston? What would you do? If you were to sell steel and you got a $250,000 bonus and you did it day one. Yeah, I'd kick my feet up. I'd probably be chilling a little bit more, but my lifestyle. So it all break, no gas? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if he has to uh, finish out the season or he gets that bonus instantly paid out. I'm pretty sure that he wants more than 250,000. Those guys are, but that's pretty, that's pretty good for the rest of us. So what was the, the, the bottom I'm at the bottom. So truth is coming in at number nine is truth. And the other thing I had to say about truth was Shaq Leonard, 11 points, 86% of snaps, 11 points, Franklin, 32 points. That's, to me, that's the guy there. And I know everybody, you know, he's sticking with his guy and maybe he's going to come around, but that hurts a little bit, I'm sure, if you're true. Uh, number 10, Manlove comes in at number 10. Manlove had 77 points. Now, Manlove had 77 points and he had Anthony Walker Jr., Cleveland Browns linebacker, with one assist. Lowest, yeah. lowest output of the week. 59% of snaps, he got one assist. Uh, number 11 is UIC. So 74.05 points for UIC. And then coming in at number 12 was 66 points for their defense was Plants. So the is, Delta Delta there is 64 points between you and uh, you and Knights there. It was the, the gap. Uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a bad week. No doubt. Do you know who the you you know who the number one defensive player of the week was? I don't. JJ Watt, TJ. five solos, three sacks, two forced fumbles, fumble recovery, pass defended. TJ. Yep. Yeah. You know we we talked about that last week, right? Where it's like high risk, high reward. And I I was watching on on uh, Red Zone, like your favorite channel. And I saw him time after time after time just getting after. I was like, oh, man, he's getting some points off of this one. That's for sure. Yeah, so that's where we stand. Uh, there's some people out there. Um, yeah. I, Knights, I told you. told you it looked like Knights had a good, good defensive draft. He did not go all DBs. And the ones he did, they're good ones. Yeah. You know, DBs are, are fickle because it's a long season and what you think is right is wrong and what you think is wrong is right. So you never know on, on that type of stuff. Jake, are you ready to go, uh, you and Terry, for rapid fire? Because this is Tech's favorite uh, segment of the uh, of the show. It's like, who's going to win, right? So I don't need you to, to look and overanalyze. I just want I want some picks here. You, you ready for this, Jacob? Mm-hmm. So, uh, me versus Josh, uh, Plants and you, Chicago. Go ahead, Jake. 
<sighs> I, you know, this is the toilet bowl right here. I, I think Josh's team is <laughs> probably the Josh's team is probably going to win. I, I think Amon-Ron, Bijan, and Lamar Jackson have to really continue. And I, I did like Zay Flowers and Lamar Jackson from what I saw, but also Lamar Jackson can't throw. He's kind of like uh, Justin Fields too, where he probably needs to run the ball more. Terry, you, you got a thought on this? Yeah, I, can, I I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with UIC as well. All right, Josh. I think two, that Sam good. Howell, Sam Howell is probably not where I want to put my eggs right now. Truth and dog, Terry, you you're first. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go dog. All right. So uh, Prescott. Jay Waddle and company. Yeah, and I—I I mean, I, he's putting—he's putting Hall in there. So, he and his and his defense is better. Jacob, any any thoughts on those two? It's it's gonna be dog if Kelsey plays. Truth if uh, Kelsey doesn't. Kelsey's the, the, that's. I think that Jacksonville Kansas City game is gonna be a shootout. It's gonna be probably a million degrees down there. Not a lot of defense and. If Kelsey plays, he's going to be getting the ball and kind of neutralizing Mahomes' points. But that, that'll that be the big matchup there. So, uh, Terry, you're taking on chaos this week. Um, so, Terry 1 versus Terry 2. Uh, as, a, as a look, see, QB Deshaun Watson versus Justin Fields makes me want to puke in my mouth. Go ahead, Jake. You got this one. Um, like I couldn't imagine the idea. Terry, are you are you consider tr- like swapping out your quarterbacks at all? Can I? Yeah. Not yet. All right. Can I ask you a question? When you took Justin Fields, were you under the impression? Were you thinking you're going to get more three hundred and fifty yard passing bonuses or one hundred and fifty rushing yard bonuses? I just figured that if he rushes for somewhere anywhere close to what he did at the end of the season last year, and he threw just a little bit more. I mean, he was top five scoring last year with barely throwing at all. So, I yeah, this you're not going to get the bonuses for the uh, passing yards, but you're going to get the bonuses for the rushing yards. And I figured that the offensive line being bad and the defense not there yet, uh, I figured he was going to have to run. I do believe that it was coaching partly that was to blame for it being as much of an upset against the Packers as it was because they. I felt like if they would just let him fucking go at some point, he could have scored more or moved the ball more. They have him throwing only behind the line of the scrimmage to fucking chase Claypool. Terry, is Luke Getze a Green Bay mole who's designed to like keep the Bears down? The... Um, Jury is not out on that yet, but I'm not liking what I'm seeing. All right, so, so far this be. season. So he could be like a spy, like a double. I mean, it, it took him. It took him getting a primetime game last year and getting called out by every national media outlet about you know why is he designing game script as he is to finally use Justin Fields' running abilities, and now all of a sudden he doesn't want to do it again. Not quite it's sure just, why. He went from quarterbacks coach to to offensive coordinator pretty quick. Jake, who do you got here in this one? Uh, last thing on Fields, I think last week is probably your fantasy wise is worst case scenario, right? Where he's doesn't rush for a hundred or throw for three hundred. I mean, you kind of need him to do one or the other, and I think they'll probably design more runs. They should make him run more, and yeah, he's 
I think he has a lack of talent throwing the ball, but that's another worry. I th- that's fine. That's fine. But as long as he's throwing a little bit better than he was, or even what he was last year, he's we know what he can do running. Right. Fantasy wise, absolutely. And I, Jamar Chase, you would hope it's his lowest outing of the year last or the last week as well. So we'll right. See. Yeah. No. This this is also a tough game. Seeing Eckler uh, questionable as well. I think I'd lean. Um, I'm going to go with Terry here. I think. If uh, Eckler doesn't play, they're going to be a little bit. They're going to have some chaos. I think have some chaos. I'm I'm going to sit this one, this pick out, but I think Eckler will be just fine. And I did take Cousins late because I figured I wanted uh, Lawrence. By the way, Puss sniped him one pick before me, uh, so I had to audible to Fields, and that's why I also backed him up with Cousins. But I will sit this pick out. Yeah, Ron, you want to pick you to sit out? Yeah. Yeah, Why don't you pick I mean, this one? No doubt about it. I would uh, I would love to. And I think I'm going to take you as well, Terry, on your defense. I think defense, uh, you have it on this one. You got some good matchups. Chaos outscored me with Franklin and Brooks and Roquan last week, so we'll see. Yeah, but you know, stack them. Get, let me see stacks, right? And so this is a, a, a big uh, neutralizer, equalizer. So you have Davis versus Davis. So um, Puss uh, Polvinelli uh, changes his name to Davis. So he's going to be Mark Davis this week in the the Davis versus Davis Cup. Did I miss I that? I would say it would be nice to have like rivalry week where you're actually going up against someone that is actual rival. Uh, but this has got to be this has got to be good. So. Puss first text. Jake, we know where you're going. So it's like the super fan. I feel like it's not how he's going to win. It's by how much. So how much is Tex going to win uh, versus Puss this week? Um, this this looks like it'll be a good game. I think it's going to be very high scoring. You know, here's I, I, I mean, I think I think um, Tex is going to be the first team to break the 300 point threshold this week. That's my uh He's going to be the first one, and I, I post. I'm not going to say post might not win too because post might be. It. I think that Jacksonville Kansas City game is going to probably be a shootout, and that's going to be a lot of points there. And McCaffrey is PPR. I mean, he's he's very good. So you're you're saying Texan is squeaker? Yeah, yeah, he's going to have to sweat it out. Um, I'm a little worried about Tyreek Hill going up against Bill Belichick, but I think he hits 300 this week. Nice. Uh, Terry, you got... Uh, they're both a little top-heavy. You know, Burrow, Lawrence, I know you don't want too many details, but Hill and Alave, very, very good uh, pairing, but Gabe Davis and Michael Pittman, I'm still not buying it. Although Drake London had zero last week for, for Puss, so... Um, just gonna stick with the with the uh, theme and history here, and pick against Tex. It seems like the right thing to do. It doesn't seem like a very good strategy to draft poorly on purpose at the back end of your draft, so you can just flip it every week. Com- also, because he paired that with himself, put himself in the position to have the twelfth uh, waiver wire pick. So and, he's gonna be really digging for garbage. And. The ice cream margarita. You just can't. You can't pick with a guy well, who's going to do ice cream margaritas. It's in a. It's in a martini cup. Oh, whatever it is, it's disgusting. Maybe they have to put in a martini cups in uh, 
California because the weather's hotter and it melts. But I guess if you're savoring a beer, what the, what what do you do first? You drink the cold beer or do you let the ice cream melt? It's really a balance and a skill, I'd imagine. Do you, do you ever dip a little bit of the ice cream and put it in the beer and then drink it? Do you ever like eat the ice cream and melt it down with it? It's just it's a gross combination and it's awful. Well, yeah. And he's got a beautiful scenery, right? Like looking over the Santa Barbara Harbor and looking at those oil derricks and everything else got to be beautiful and have an ice cream and beer just makes me want to puke in my mouth. Really? Well, and, and he posted pictures of some bar with no TVs in it ready for football. Well, yeah, where's the TVs? So I'm going to put Jake, Alave, Monday night sweater for maybe – a 20 or 30 yard touchdown at the end of the game for the winner for tax for you. Is that right? That sounds about right. All right. I like it. Are you marking these down? I am. I forget, I forget by the way, by the time. Okay. I do. And then uh, Knights and man love. Go ahead, Jacob. I will take uh, God, another Knights. hot garbage. Geno Smith. Ugh. Yeah, uh, Geno Smith. I, I, you know what? I think we'll know next week if we'll know this week if Geno Smith is kind of a one-year wonder or if he goes out there. And I'm not saying he needs to win, but he needs to look like he's competent. And I think that division. Uh, yeah, he needs to look competent versus Detroit. I'd say throw for 300 plus, and that's a good. 112 passing yards last week for Geno Smith. 112. Was it rainy there at all, or no? Was it good weather in Seattle? Yeah, I thought it was fine. I didn't know if there was any bad weather anywhere. I mean, Stafford uh, threw pretty well. Yeah, yeah. He did. Um, I also don't think Aaron Jones plays this week. I just think it, that's advantage text with AJ Dillon. By the way, um, I don't think Do- or Jones is going to play this week, and that's going to help. He uh, looked pretty happy on the sidelines, getting stretched out, throwing peace signs, but. Well, when you're, Why was when he you're happy? Why was he happy? You're playing your fourth preseason game. That's what happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also am going to go Knights. Hurts, Jefferson, Josh Jacobs, number one defense right now in the league. It's clear advantage, Knights. Unfortunately, man love is going to go 0-2. Knights is going to be sitting at the top of the league at the end of this week. Wow. Wow. And the last one, Shiz and NAI need an intervention in Shiz uh, just to, to look at it. Probably the best quarterback, you know, matchup we have, Herbert and Allen, Diggs and Brown, just a really good matchup between these two. I see this as the, the game of the week. Um, can DJ Moore do anything? I think he can. Can Antonio Gibson not get – did you see that he got benched after a fumble? Like he had one not. fumble benched. Wow. Crazy. Well, I'm I'm gonna go intervention here. I think Herbert is high scoring offense. Josh Allen was just slinging interceptions and turnovers last week. So I'm gonna go Herbert over Allen. Although Diggs and, and Allen offset a little bit, that kind of I think that's intervention's favor. I, I still think that uh, I would not be happy with Rasheed White. Derrick Henry's got the advantage there. 
Kyle Pitts, I wouldn't want to be in that situation, but Ayuk is looking wonderful for him. Intervention is going to win this game. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I, I also don't like I don't like the matchups. I, I don't know how DJ Moore is going to do. I don't think – I think – who's the other backup running back in Washington that was getting the snaps? And Brian Robinson. Shot. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think Brian he's Robinson. probably going to – he'll probably end up taking most of those uh, starts. And, yeah, I think that well, – Antonio Gibson was supposed to have the uh, receiving role over there anyway. So, Brian Robinson, if, if you're going to give him those those passes, he's looking even better. We'll see if he he it probably just had a wake up call, you know, like like you do to Joe Burrow. You put him on the bench for a little while, right? Exactly. Scare him, try to get him to snap back into it. Yeah, yeah. you know, one of the things that I wonder is if Joe Burrow being on Texas bench, if that's keeping him up at night. Mm-hmm. Um, I be. also um, could be. La- I think last episode Terry was ripping on Mike Evans, saying he's washed up. And I think that's completely false. I think Mike Evans is one of the best receivers still. You know, he's had a thousand receiving yards every single year since he's been in the league in 2014. How many receiving yards last year? 1,124. So, I mean, unnoticeable. I, yeah, I, I, I don't think, I think Chris Godwin's head and shoulders above him. Would you, would you trade him? Would you trade him for one of your, uh, Chris Godwin for one of your quarterbacks? Just asking for a friend. No, they got Baker Mayfield. I'll trade you one of my quarterbacks for Garrett Wilson, maybe. Um, but also, what uh, I would say, I know Mike Evans is an extremely good blocker on the outside too, and I don't think I'm not. Sure. I haven't watched Godwin, but you know, I think Mike Evans is one of the more complete all-around wide receivers in the league. Still, he's on a decline, but yeah, Jake, I just realize. When I was watching it at the time, but um, I'm watching Texas A&M run over everybody in uh, the Johnny Manziel era, and I didn't realize I should have been watching Mike Evans. Yeah, Every time Evans. I see like a really, really good quarterback from that point on, I'm like, is this the quarterback or is it the receiver? Um, Jordan Addison played for Pitt and was really good, does the, the uh, transfer portal goes to USC, plays well with uh, Caleb Williams, but I'm like, is it him or is it not him? Uh, so Jalen Hyatt, same way. I just, I think when I look back at Mike Evans, I see it was really Mike Evans. It wasn't uh, Johnny Manziel who famously quoted, win or lose, we booze. He did. He did. Hey, a couple hot, hot takes. From you guys, that was the last game, right? So um, Pittsburgh Steelers, are they are they the high flying team that everybody predicted them to be in the off season? Or are they are they in trouble? They're fine. I don't see them as as bad. I'll never bet against Mike Tomlin. I'll just say San Francisco is really good. And that defense is really good. And you may have like a difference between a tier one and tier three team. You might have like a high end Super Bowl caliber defense with San Francisco versus a tier three with uh, Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh's going to be fine. 
I think they just went up against a buzzsaw. That's my opinion. Jake, you can. I, I think they're in trouble, especially if Deontay Johnson uh, is dealing with injuries. All Pickens is all the talent in the world, and he's going to be a head case for them if he is not getting the ball and Pickett's not getting on the ball. And they're going to have to run Najee, I mean, into the ground. I, I think – and also they're in the AFC. That's just loaded. They're probably not making the playoffs since – Speaking of Pittsburgh, what would you think of Chase Claypool's just effort on that screen pass, Terry? Like, it's it's pathetic. I, I felt bad for, for NFL players watching that. I was really upset when they traded for Chase Claypool. If you're if you hang around me at work, if you talk football with me, you know that I was never a fan of that, which turned out to be the 32nd pick overall in the draft. I uh, didn't like it then. I don't like it now. I didn't like the Roquan trade either, uh, although that may have gotten us the first overall pick and, and everything that came along with that. Not a fan of Chase Claypool. I think yeah. that when you talk about whether Mooney or Claypool is going to be around, it's got to be Mooney. you got to let Claypool go. Poles has got to take the loss on that one, and you hope somebody else can take that head case on because he. I don't care what everybody says. It seems like he's he's a not good in the locker room, and it sounds like people are hyping him up a little bit to just try to keep his head head on straight. I'm not a fan. Yeah, not uh, a fan either. Yep. Did did Mooney get hurt at the end of the game? Do you know anything any worrisome about that, Terry? No, that- I, I didn't. If if he did, I didn't see it. Um, I was kind of checked out at the end of it. Okay, I guess we'll know tomorrow on the injury report. But I would say if he is hurt, if, I mean, I don't think Mooney's anything special. He's a good wide receiver, three, really. But if he is hurt and you have to go out there with more and Koi Poop and whoever else you can get, it's going to be uh, a – what, what are you thinking about the Tampa game? I, I'm assuming you're a little nervous, but I, th- I think it's a big game knowing that your week three is probably going to be a tough one. I'm, I'm certainly not nervous. I'm really focused in on uh, the task at hand, and that's chaos. Ooh, nice. I, I have a team. It's called Degenerates. That's my team. Right. Hey, so, um, over under 3,600 receiving yards for Tyreek Hill this year. He's got. He's at, if he's on this pace, he's at uh, thirty six fifty five for the year. Seventeen game. That's two hundred. That's two hundred. No. And 15. Under. <laughs> under. <laughs> How close does he get? You Did you ever – did you see the Shakira Sanders uh, projections? If he if he keeps it what he's doing up for Colorado Buffaloes, it's like, it's like 5,700 yards of passing. No. I, I don't even know who that is, to be honest with you. Deion no Sanders' idea. son. For Colorado, the the quarterback. Oh, is that everybody was all hyped about? He's his son's their quarterback. I'm not. I'm not in on that. I'm too focused on uh, trying to get a three peat here. Um. Yeah, Sanders. He's very good. He'll be. I don't think he goes out next year, but 2025, he will be top five pick, and he'll be. He looks ready for the NFL. Does Dion get a coaching job in the NFL? Dion is not a NFL coach. He is he. I mean, he's not even a coach. He's just a celebrity motivator that a team hires and recruits. And that's really what. But but Jacob, I'll push back on you. The some of the really good 
head coaches, Mike Tomlin and Harbaugh in in or the the Lions coach. Yeah, the knee biter. Like the idea is let's surround ourselves with really good coaches and then we'll we'll be the motivator. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm not saying that, but I think he's more with kids than NFL players. And I, I heard that his end goal is he wants to go to Florida State and coach Florida State. Florida State looks like they have a good coach and they have a good team this year, so it might be a little bit before that happens, but I, I think he's going to stay in college and that, that, that team's going to, he's probably going to do well because he's going to get people to come play for him. Well, really describing him as an athletic motivator, you made him sound like Richard Simmons. <laughs> he's more, didn't give him any accolades. I'm, I'm really worried about Deion Sanders foot. He's got a bum foot as a coach. He's walking the sidelines with a limp. I just hope that he gets better. What, what other uh, questions you got for us, Terry? Um, who's going to win the NFC North? Probably the Lions. Probably the Lions. And you want to know why? Are, are you concerned? I want to hear your answer, but also two-part question. Are you concerned with the fact that, because you're right, the trenches are terrible for Chicago. So are you concerned with the fact that Jordan Love uh, maybe not as performing as well if there's some any kind of pressure on him? Or more pressure than he saw. Yeah, uh, that's like this is this is a whole year of figuring out what the hell we have at quarterback. Agreed, and I don't know what it is, and it's going to be. Sure, let's see what he's like when he's down ten in the fourth quarter. Let's see when they're blitzing him out of his mind. I want to see all of that. I want him to be good, but just beat the Bears. Always beat the Bears, and and learn and develop. But the Lions have the best defensive line and offensive line combo in the division. And at the end of the day, I think that that wins them the division. I agree. It's just, yeah, I agree. Unfortunately, it's the freaking lie downs. Oh, I, I, you know, I think all this year is for the Packers is, is Jordan love the guy and how good can he be? And I mean, it might be a trial year for Jordan Love and we were a wild card team, which is sounds excellent to me, but it's going to probably be a lot more ups and downs, but I mean, it's off to a good start in my opinion. And yeah, you know, this is what I was also, I think the lions are, I think golf is good. He's not great. He really doesn't move the needle too much. And I think the lions should trade for Kyler Murray next year. And I think Kyler Murray and that team, the wide receivers, I think they would be, I think he'd fit in well. Do you think that his video gaming, instead of studying the playbooks, would go over well with that coaching staff? Well, they're a young team. I'm sure they're all gaming, and I think if Dan Campbell can get them, get them ready to go. I think you're going to have a hard – somebody will take a chance on Kyler Murray. I, I hope it's not any team that I care for. Terry, we fleeced the Jets for two picks for Aaron Rodgers, and we beat the Bears. It's a win. The season's – Pretty much a win. We're we're chalking up W's for this. Are you so you're so because they beat the Bears, you're not as concerned with it being a second round pick now. Yes, no, I'm saying that for for Rogers getting two seconds for him for playing four snaps, and we have Luke Musgrave. You know what? Do you I'm do good. you think that 
you know Rodgers uh, more intimately than I ever care to. Do you think that he will or want to come back from this? Oh, he's coming back. So uh, uh, I'll leave you with this nugget here. Next year, the NFC North plays the AFC East only in divisional matchups. So if, for some reason, the Green Bay Packers and the New York Jets both are second or third in their division, because I don't see them being first, I don't see them being last, right? But second or third in their division, that means Aaron Rodgers would be coming to Lambeau Field for that game. That, that, that would hurt. That would hurt? Be ridiculous. You would much rather see him come to, come to Soldier Field, huh? One more time. Yeah, that would no. be <laughs> no, no, now I really hope. Now that is actually going to be a big factor if he can go uh, beat the Bears one more time. You know, oh, I, but, I think. But I Jake, think that means the Jets would have to come in last. That is true <laughs> as well, but that is also not out of the realm of possibility. But I think Aaron Rodgers loves Aaron Rodgers, and he, I don't think he's going out like this. Um, I am thinking of an alternate universe where. Zach Wilson plays incredible, and they're like, well, we don't want the 40-year-old guy. We got this guy. But I, I I think if he can come back, he'll come back, and I think he'll play one more year, finish his 40, uh, 40-year-old season, and then we'll book the 20, 30 hotels in Canton and be there for uh, his Hall of Fame induction. Do you uh, – don't you think it just plays right into Aaron Rodgers' M.O.? Like all that – he, he gets all the off-season attention that he desires every year again, you know, just because he got hurt. Is he going to come back? What's Rodgers going to do? The decision. Will he show up at training camp? All that shit. Yeah, I think that's that's exactly right. It lines right up with his whole storyline. And I would say that the Packers, and it's a Packers show, I think they, they – are like we're moving on from that drama and we're just going to be a team and they're just a team now and i think that's pretty cool to watch there, there's an alternate universe where rogers comes back for this year in green bay and the bears snap his achilles jordan love goes out there and loses the game and justin fields runs for 100 yards and beats us and terry is zippity doodah and we're down but i as long as i've lived i'd don't even know what that would be like. Funny. Jake, Jake is <laughs> Sounds like you've been on the ayahuasca train. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's right. All right. Next week, Terry, you don't realize it. Our guest next week, Truth, has, has said that he would be a part of it. So Wonderful. next week, we look forward to seeing Truth. I look forward to being one in one, grinding and grinding and grinding way back into fantasy relevance. One last hot take since I just discovered that truth will be on here. Who is going to be more upset with their team's quarterback play when we film next week, me or Brian? Mm. Real, real, like Fields versus Tannehill. Jacob has hated Ryan Tannehill from uh, Texas A&M. Like he really hated Ryan Tannehill and was like, this guy is garbage. He's never... He, I think he didn't like Justin Fields because he was with Georgia before he went to Ohio State. Jacob, who do you hate more, Fields, uh, Ohio State, Justin Fields, 
or Texan A&M uh, uh, wide receiver Ryan Tannehill? Um, I, 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 I don't really, you know, I befriended a great Dolphin, uh, Dolphins fan, and so I jumped on the Tanny uh, bandwagon. And, you know, Justin, I just don't think there's any – it's an oxymoron saying good Ohio State quarterback, and I think that's where Justin Fields falls into. If he was at Georgia, I don't know, maybe it'd probably be a little different. But he went to Ohio State, and I don't think he was any good there. And I, yeah. All right, so that's that's not an answer, but I, I think I think Terry's going to be more upset. I think Tannehill is proven that he is a good enough game manager, and I think. Fields is probably going to go on the road, run for his life, throw a pick or two, and the world will be burning. But at least they don't have to face the Chiefs the next week. Oh, wait, they do. <sighs> hey, Ron, I hope you're keeping track of your uh, picks as well so we can tally this up since I, since we're keeping score of mine this year. I know you didn't right. really shoot yours out there, but we'll, we can touch on that later. All right, boys. Uh, it was fun. It's good to see Ryan. you, Jacob. Yeah. Good talking. All right. See you guys.